everybody. Welcome to the Who Goes There podcast, episode 71. What's oh, up? This is going to this is going to be a humdinger. Why? Holy shit. Why? What's we, up? What's up? What's we've, up? Uh, Did I go a little hot into that? A little bit. Oh shit. We've uh, we've spent 3 years uh talking <laughs> about the person that's joining us on the show today. Oh, just going right well, into well, it. Well, first let's introduce oh, yeah. ourselves. Yeah, to yeah. my left, Matt Smith, to yeah. my right, Chris Franco. And on the line all the way from uh, I'm not sure where Florida. Florida. Oh, you could hear the disdain in his voice. <laughs> yeah. Florida. It's probably as muggy in here as it is over there. We have Christian Stella on the line. Yeah. Thank you guys for having me on your third show. I mean, it's <laughs> <laughs> we made it all the way to three. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you're not going to make it to four, but three. I mean, that's that's an accomplishment. You son of a bitch. <laughs> I, 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 uh, Christian did point out that I, I think we kind of owe him a half retraction because oh, yes. his his initial his initial tweet that we've uh, referenced all these years was at least kind of implying that we will build a fan base and then they're going to want to see our back catalog. But uh, <laughs> and wait, then they'll what? be disappointed. Yeah. And then they'll be disappointed. Uh. I forgot the initial tweet that I said, but Christian said, when you build a fan base, they're going to want to see where you started. Oh. And then he said something like, so we'll see after episode four or something like that. And no, okay. I, I, I said, or I said, you'll continue to build a fan base or something like that, or you'll quit episode four. Yeah. So <laughs> it was an or. That's all. It okay. was an or. Well, then I feel like I should apologize for calling you a rat fuck. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, please do. Anywho, uh, Christian Stella was, uh, he did sound and also the cinematography on The Battery, who uh, we actually watched last episode, and Chris loved it. Yeah, and actually one of the things, I well, I think you listened to the episode, but one of yeah. the things I pointed out was how much I fucking loved how beautiful everything looked. Yep. It really, that movie was gorgeous, so good Thank job. Thank you. I know, and that's a long time ago now. It was like five years ago we shot that almost. You did DP on uh, on Tex Montana too, right? I did everything on Tex Montana. <laughs> <laughs> seriously, I mean, like we did the battery for 6,000. We did Tex Montana for 1,500. Whoa. Wow. Are you fucking serious? Yeah. So, like, we had a, we had a boom guy a sound guy recording on the battery, but I recorded the sound on text. Um, so like I recorded the score even in my office bedroom. Uh, so yeah, no, I'm the only person that did any tech on text Montana. Um, Jeremy and I together are kind of the main people that did anything on it. Can I call you Tech Montana then? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, God. Uh, God damn it, Chris. Sorry, it was Chris, you're I, the worst. I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was very uh, tough too. Like, I was, like, even like two weeks ago, I was designing like the Blu ray menus and shit. Like, that shit is insane. <laughs> you you don't get the credit that you deserve. Oh, shit. Everybody just fawns over Jeremy's beard. I hope 1,400 of the 1,500 went straight to you. You know, I, actually, I think that because we were talking about having a shirt set, that said something like, fuck Christian Stella or something like that. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't recall this. But <laughs> Did we actually say that? I don't think we said that. I don't know. But I think it, the, our new shirt should be Christian Stella is my fucking hero. That's true. <laughs> yeah. uh, Christian Stella is also a ringer. He, uh, he rung out some bullshit. Oh, I'm sure he. I'm sure For, he does. We, uh, when in our last episode, we'd made a comment about. Uh, at least I think I made the comment about how bad some of the ADR sounded. I did. Uh, I did. That was oh, your, yeah, that, that was me. Yeah. No, no, that was that, you. That, that was, was not. That was bad. that was not ADR. It's not ADR at all. No. Well, you know what? It's funny because it's it's bad sound design. 
It's, okay. uh, I cleaned up the audio too much. Oh, okay. So it starts to sound like it was recorded uh, in my office here, but it yeah. wasn't. Yeah, I think that's, uh, you know, and I don't want to get too much into uh, our past episode, but I think that was really my only my only complaint about the battery after all was said and done. I think uh, I, I have I have this trouble when sound is weird that it sounds like it's above my head somewhere and not actually in the movie. And so that's really the only, I mean, I guess, that, yeah, you did clean yeah, too much. That could and by the, way, and by the way, I don't speakers. like sound. Like I'm not a I'm not a sound like I don't I don't want to do sound I do sound because I have to. You ah. should hire George because George is infatuated <laughs> with sound. Oh, see there you go. Well, then, we, like, then we then we just talk shit about George. Yeah, I was gonna <laughs> say more. actually don't Even feel more, bad. Yeah. yeah, don't feel bad that George said anything bad about the sound design because he says literally something bad about every sound design in every movie that we see. That's not. That's true. like me. It's a little true. That's like me and cinematography. There you go. It? I'm just like, It Follows is a wonderful movie. God, it looks bland. <laughs> uh, what do you think about Bram Stoker's Dracula? Oh, God. I, I haven't seen that since I was a little kid. Oh, and wow. I, wasn't, I was not um, thinking of filming movies back then. Well, I guess more importantly, what do you think about Taylor Swift? Because that's, that's the question. <laughs> Uh, tell, she, she's fine. <laughs> Jer, Jeremy loves. I think Jeremy loves her. I, do, pretty, do you mean? Do you mean like fine as in like, like she's fine? okay? Like fine. Oh no, she's she's fine. Fine. Okay. Um, and her music is is her music's catchy. It's tolerable to you. Yeah. There's nothing. I mean, I, I'm not gonna. I think, I, Why, think I, I love the absolute like middle of the road, just like mundane answers we get no, about Taylor Swift. It's like everybody wants, nobody wants to say this. Nobody shit. wants to admit it's it because dude. she's part of the Illuminati. I swear to God. No, I was just going to say, Matt, every person who we asked that sounds like somebody has a, bat, a gun digging into the yeah. back. And we asked them and they're like, Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift's fine. Uh, she's yeah, fine. Yeah, no, she's catchy. She's a, she, she's a very nice lady, I'm sure. If, if I had to pick like if I had to pick any of these pop stars. Like, she's probably the one that I would say is the most talented. I can see that. Or my, well, I, I would, I would maybe go with Miley Cyrus, but I think well, uh, t- I don't dude, know. I just, Miley Cyrus has a voice on her. She um, may, she may gotta, be fucked up in the head, like Tia Tequila. Although status, I do agree. But, Have you heard her version of uh, Jolene? Uh, yes, I did. It's actually, an, it's unbelievable. That was Have you on heard Jack's that, uh, White ver- Jack White's version of Jolene. I don't like it. Fucking really? I don't like it. Does Does he not want Jolene to steal his man either? Yeah. Oh. Good All for right. him. Which is Meg White. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Somebody's already up in that tree. So with Tex Montana wrapped up, what's next for the crew? Oh, that's a very good question. You know, we've been kind of trying to figure that out for years now. Because um, even Tex Montana was a side thing that we did because we were really frustrated. There, Jeremy has a script about... Um, monsters and marriage i tweeted him about that the other day but after the first episode jeremy gardner is way too good for us yeah he he won't even answer us anymore he's all over the place but uh that that script is really really good and it's only gotten better over the years that we've been um passing it around and what's really kind of sad as a filmmaker is um we get a lot of interest um, just like not just because the battery was uh, considered an indie hit, but people love that script, and th- so we'll go down this whole rabbit hole of back and forth meetings and so on. We'll be like, we have a two hundred fifty thousand dollar budget for this script, and then six months later, we, we're just like nothing ever came of it. 
So we still are kind of in that um, realm with that. I mean, that's that's the horror movie we want to make tomorrow. Uh, and we keep having, you know, crazy shit. Like, I don't even know who's attached to it right now. If if I could say the word attached, you but I do. Lauren Ashley Carter. <laughs> that's, well, sure, I mean, it's a very real possibility. Jeremy I'm sure Larry that. Fessenden will be in it because he's in everything. If you get Larry Fessenden and fucking Lauren Ashley Carter, that movie gets made tomorrow. It's, <laughs> ju- it's Jug Face 2. You, you'd think that. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure Larry's our producer. Oh, well, there you go. Get out of here, really? Wait, Fessenden is? Yeah. Uh, he's been... He, he fucking loves the script. Um, and... He's been with us for the past year on it. He was not like when this stuff was really happening, like early on, we had like a $400,000 budget and stuff. He wasn't involved. Now he's championing it and he wants to produce it. And um, he's he's looking for the money. You know, he's he's a god. Dude, yeah. I can't even uh, I'm, I'm I'm thinking about it and I can't even really imagine what you guys would do with four hundred thousand dollars. I'm excited you, you could to make find four out. you could make four hundred thousand movies. It's scary. <laughs> for for me it's scary because it's like I gotta jump up I, I gotta jump up like four hundred thousand times. Think of all the tech you get to buy though, man. Fuck. <sighs> you know, it's like for from a fifteen hundred dollar movie to a four hundred thousand dollar movie, I could probably get five times better, but I can't get any more than that. <laughs> Not four hundred thousand yeah. times better. Well, so, <laughs> at least you guys will have the Fessenden touch, man. Any, everything that guy touches just fucking turns to gold. I don't. I can't imagine. I, we're going to be working with him if if he's not producing our next movie or whatever, he's definitely going to be in something because um, we're friends with him now. It's crazy. Absolutely crazy. We just cold emailed him and said, Hey, can you do a voiceover in the battery? And he did. And now um, this is all kind of happened. It's, it's nuts. I think it helps that the battery got really good press. (laughs) Um, So can you tell us a Fessenden story? (laughs) I can I can tell you a fascinated story. I've only met him once. Oh, okay. well, I'm sure you have uh, enough then. Uh, Jeremy, no, Jeremy, because Jeremy lived up in Connecticut, right outside of New York. So he he's he's met him a ton of times. Okay. He's been in um, one of his Tales from Beyond the Pale uh, oh, yeah. radio plays. But I went up there and I went to a Christmas party at his house. Um, I don't know if you've heard of these. Have you heard of Have you heard of Larry Fessenden's Christmas parties? No, are they kind of infamous or they're very they're infamous? And oh yeah, maybe, and maybe I shouldn't be talking about it, uh, but no, you definitely oh well. should. Uh, yeah, let's let's do it. L- Lauren always tells an embarrassing story, so you kind of gotta like up Lauren because because your Skype connection already beat Lauren, so now your stories have to beat Lauren's <laughs> stories. Uh, he he throws every every Christmas he throws a a, a Christmas party. And puts on an elaborate, and I mean elaborate, puppet show. What? A, a yeah. fucking puppet show. And he's got like, he's got a, a, like a floor in an apartment building in New York, but it's it, it's it's not massive or anything. Um, and they crowd like a, a hundred or hundred and fifty people into like a hallway. They set up a stage for puppets, not like a stage stage. It's it's like six feet wide 
Okay. And they put on a 30-minute puppet show. And I'm talking ornate puppets that are fully like, – like everything is all done up. There's set changes. There's – the curtains close and everything. That's and Larry, now are we talking like Muppet puppets? Or are we talking like marionettes? Marionettes. Okay. Sweet fucking Jesus. Marionettes by nature are fucking creepy, creepy as, as fuck. shit. <laughs> like uh, there's no there's no ifs ands or buts about it. So you, when I when I went up there though, I was like, I have to do this. I have to go. I was like, this is going to be insane. Um, and I had the exact opposite reaction when i got there as to what it was all about i was thinking it was going to be this sick twisted puppet show uh <laughs> turned out it was it was a really sweet like retelling of a christmas story like a really nice heartwarming tale it's like jesus in the manger and <laughs> no it was christmas it was like ebenezer scrooge you know and like and it was it was comedic and larry was like acting his ass off as a puppet you know with a puppet and um there were a ton of his like family's children there. And it was like, I was like, Oh, this is for the children. And suddenly I just felt like I was like, just like I just dropped in on his personal Christmas party, which I did. Uh, and I felt so strange about it, but it was, it was, it was just, it was a very like heartwarming kind of thing. It was like a softer side of Larry that I didn't know. And, and, and still amazing, like, and still talented thing. Um, but it wasn't what I expected. It wasn't, it wasn't like Ebenezer Scrooge wasn't slashing and right. gashing. Uh, <laughs> you, you know, by, by telling this story, you may have just effectively killed his career. That's not actually, true. Actually, I was going to say <laughs> everything, it boosted it. everything you just said, not, not one word seems out of character for the person that I imagine Larry Fessenden being at all. Yeah. And, 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 uh, and also thankfully, you know, there's, there's everywhere you turn is some indie filmmaker God. In yeah. this, you know, that was, um, uh, what's her name? Sean Young from Jugface was there. And, uh, from uh, Jugface, you mean Sean Young from Blade Runner? <laughs> yeah, she was obviously there because Jugface had just come out. Right, right. No, I'm kidding. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> oh God. Oh, I'm going to kill myself with this one. What's his name that Nick that did, uh, late phases? Oh, uh, cold in July. Oh shit! To the internet, uh, fat, fat, fat checker. It's fact checker, you idiot. Fact checker Matt is gonna find oh, out Nick what Amici. that is. Uh, oh. Nick Amici, Dimici. Uh, oh, well, I'm not gonna. Well. I, I felt I felt so bad because I talked to him about um, Stakeland for like oh. 20 oh, minutes. Such a good flick. And and Stakeland fucked up the battery a lot. That's what I talked to him about. How so? Say, say that. Well, yeah. What's what's the deal there? Uh, Stakeland came out on DVD like the week that we were shooting the battery. Oh, okay. And we went out. We bought it and we watched it. And there was a lot of stuff in Stakeland that was mm, in the battery. I can oh. fucking totally see that. And we we had to quickly start cutting things out of the battery. There was we got to cut the barn scene now. <laughs> there was like we like we had like armoring up the car and shit, and that's all in Stakeland, so that was all cut out. Well, that's and probably so then I, the better. I, I, I told Nick that. that whole story, and then I went back to Jeremy's house that night and watched Cold in July, and went fuck. I'm talking to him about an old movie, and Cold in July is a fucking masterpiece. <laughs> Cold in July is that's that funny. a that's a new film? Oh God! You gotta watch Cold in July. 
I have not I even heard of I guess we have to watch Cold, Cold in July. In July. I, it's, like, I will, it's like Blue Ruin. Killing. Ooh. Oh, I love Blue Ruin. Killing of a home intruder puts a Texas man and his family on the radar of the dead man's vengeful father. That does sound a lot like Blue Ruin. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I mean, personally, like, it's got the same vibe as Blue Ruin. It's, it, it's really, really good. Like, it should have been far more known than it was. You know, on the topic of uh, Blue Ruin, that guy's next film is going to be a remake of Purple Rain. What? You're, so, you're so stupid. <laughs> it's actually not, but Blue Ruin, oh. Green Room, Purple Rain. Oh, you're Rain. so dumb. Oh, <laughs> damn. I thought for a split second you were serious. Although, I would love to see a Saulnier fucking Purple Rain. That'd be amazing. Wouldn't it? Like, 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 <laughs> bloody, oh my God, bloody like, as like, fuck. Pur- like, Purple Rain. So, like, the bands, but, you know, because how the, band, the bands in that movie were kind of like gangs almost. Like, you had, like, The Time and uh, uh, the, the Revolution. And, like, so that... But like green room style, where they're like just fucking just fucking each other with machetes, and like <laughs> I could definitely get behind that. Call it Crimson Rain. <laughs> Blue Ruin is one of those movies that every time like I see it on Netflix, I'm like, oh, this sounds really interesting. I'm gonna watch this, and I start watching it. I'm like, oh, I've seen this like four times before. Okay, I'm just gonna watch it again because that's how fucking great Blue Ruin is. Yeah, and if you've seen really Green good. Room, it's it's. I almost said Green Inferno. Uh, <laughs> if don't watch Green Inferno. <laughs> If you've seen Green Room, it's it's actually like very similar, just in the terms of like tension and violence and and things like that. If you see one movie with the with the word green in the title, see Green Room or Fried I'm, Green Tomatoes. I'm, I'm waiting for Christian to tell us he's like really good friends with Eli Roth or some shit. No, 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 no. I'm actually no. waiting for Christian to tell us. I just came on your show to tell you guys, fuck you. Uh, yeah, <laughs> fuck you tonight. I, uh, I, I had that. I, 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 the only the only story I have on, on Blue Ruin is that uh, that's the that's the movie that got me to buy my camera that I I used for Tex Montana. It was like the, the camera he uses is fucking dirt cheap, and Blue Ruin is amazing. So it's it's the the same type of camera. Yeah, it's the same. Like he used it's a more expensive one, but that's just because it was the only one out at the time. It's the same sensor, but um, it's a five thousand dollar camera for Blue Ruin. Oh. You can get it for three thousand dollars now, actually. Oh, okay. I I don't know if he used it for Green Room, um, but if he did, I'd be surprised because Green Room looks even better. Yeah, Green Room was fucking gorgeous. I mean, horrific, but gorgeous. I haven't seen it though. Oh, oh you have to, you have to go dude. see it, dude. It's it's unbelievable. You were missing <sighs> out. We did a Green Room episode. We right? did. Did we? Did we do a green room episode? I, Did I, you just ask? Hey, <laughs> I used to smoke a lot of pot. <laughs> you hey, used he, to. You've not he still does. pot for like it's, maybe still, a week. It's, it's he still been, does, but he used to. It's too. been it's it's been two weeks. Rip Mitch Hedberg. Now I just now I just eat I, it in butter I love, form. I okay yeah I love how he goes. I used to smoke a lot of weed. How how when did you last smoke weed? Like two weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, it's hurting, like you, now, I'm hey, hurting bad. Man, now you don't even I, now, have a fucking token yet. You <laughs> now I live deliciously and I eat butter. So hey, there you go. George. Cheers. Cheers, man. <laughs> Y'all can kiss my ass uh, with your tongue out, I'll tell uh, you. Oh what. god. Alright, what's the what's on the news? Um aside from a shitload of Ghostbusters stuff I don't really want to talk about. Let's talk about the Ghostbusters. Christian, how do you feel about Ghostbusters? Uh, I think it's uh, I think it's awesome, except well, that I just don't like the trailers, but I do think that the whole thing is awesome. I love all of those actresses. That's kind of my take on it, too. Do you think they're actually going to deliver good performances? Because from what I've seen, the movie just looks like 
just god awful. The the writing looks bad. The jokes it look, look bad. It they looks like flat. the Haunted Mansion movie, dude. There's no. It's it looks like hot yeah. ass garbage. I, I, yeah, that's kind of where I, I'm sorry. Oh, I might. We've already spoken our our fucking piece on this show. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Christian. No, I uh, know. I was just say uh, I'm not even that upset about the CGI, which I'm always upset about CGI. Uh, I, I'm just upset that I'm d- I didn't laugh and in, in the trailer. And I, I said I love everyone, including even Leslie Jones. You know, yeah, like, yeah. They're all. Uh, Kate McKinnon is amazing. So I'm waiting for I'm waiting for the comedy. And you know, if it was like a hard R and it was just they were holding back because their stuff's too raunchy or something. Fuck I'd you, be ghost. Cool with that. Yeah, <laughs> I'd be cool with that. I'd this cool will either well, uh, this will either make you laugh or incredibly piss you off. But uh, the theme song to Ghostbusters oh, is being done by Fallout Boy and Missy Elliott. Oh God! Yeah. <laughs> right now, you could have told me that they're remaking Ghostbusters with with Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, and Ernie Hudson, and they're having a fucking uh, 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 hologram of Harold Ramis and. I would have been so excited until you would have told me that Fall Out Boy had anything to do with this movie. <laughs> Honestly, weirdly, I think I'd rather see a remake of Ghostbusters reboot, I should say, with these actresses than the original actors at this point. Oh, Because agreed. then it's I just mean, sad. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, I agree with you on that. It, 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 it is, and again, Chris, I know we've talked about it yeah, yeah. to death, but it is sort of... It's a remake slash sequel, right? No, it's a remake, straight up. Well, the, the, I thought the trailer said 30 years ago yeah, yeah. for scientists. That's yeah. one of the things that a lot of people had had misconceptions about. And they, they said uh, one of the reasons that a lot of people hated uh, or the, the reason that this trailer has become the most hated video on YouTube of all time is because <laughs> uh, – and I'm yeah very serious about that. And then uh, it's because people said – it was misleading because it led them into thinking that this was a sequel and not a remake, but um, obviously that that's not true. It's it's not. It, it doesn't take place in the same universe as the old one at all. Um, all right. Well, look, uh, we'll talk about it when the movie comes out. We'll we'll review it. But I am with you, Christian. Like I I like Paul Feige. Feige. Uh, I I love Leslie Jones. I like I love Kate McKinnon, dude. She's so fucking funny. You know that. Um, there was a there was some news announced today that actually kind of made me think of Ghostbusters, uh, and not only because we have a really hard time pronouncing the director's name, but uh, what was his name? Ted, Ted Gagan. Oh, Gagan. Uh, yeah, who did We Are Still Here? <laughs> He's doing a new movie called Mohawk, yes. which uh, has one of the girls from uh, Hemlock Grove and one of my favorite wrestlers, Luke Harper. But it's the the interesting thing that made me think about uh, Ghostbusters was a quote from uh, producer Travis Stevens, where he says, from Ray in The Force Awakens to Fury Road's Furiosa to Wonder Woman to Jessica Jones, action audiences have shown a voracious appetite for strong, well-written female characters. Mm. And I think Paul Feige didn't get that memo because they don't seem strong or well-written. Hmm. They're they're not well written to say the least. I mean, they're they're stereotypes slapped on stereotypes, but you know, whatever. Eh, moving on. Next. Has anyone? I know we didn't. I didn't put this um, on the thing that we were looking at. But has anyone been watching Preacher? I haven't. I, I still haven't. Christian? I not me. I don't. I no. Fuck, dude, it's so good. I See, don't even watch Game of Thrones. Oh, you're missing out. Oh, by the way. Nope, shut up. We're talking you, about Preacher. Because I shut was up. right. Shut up. Hold on, hold on. I was <laughs> right. I'll address this. I'll address this in just one second. <laughs> Matthew, were you right 
or was the internet fucking right? Hey, I, hey, I no, was George. I was no, right. No, George, no, no, George, because, Matthew, because Matthew, if, Matthew. If you read the books, you uncultured swines. You would Christian, know, hey, Christian, do you want to go take a piss really fast? You would know that the group that the hound was with was called the Broken Men. Holy shit. The episode shit. was called the Broken Men. Yeah, you know hound hey, back. can I talk hey. about Preacher? Wait. Hey, I, count oh it. My God. Hey, I, I, I read that Reddit thread too, but <laughs> I didn't read shit on so, Reddit. You know what I read uh, on Reddit? I read yeah. wrestling on Reddit. So, That's what I read on Reddit. Get, get fucked. Oh my Back God. to preacher, please. Thank you. Thank you. God. God. I, so, I, I got after, it right, guys. Wait, ap- after preacher, I haven't decided on Game of Thrones. Fair enough, man. So back to preacher. No, I haven't watched it because Ollie is horrible about watching shows week to week, so I'm trying to wait for the season to end. Well, there's also not that many Reddit columns that you can read about it yet. So. <laughs> Actually, there's quite a few. <laughs> I wouldn't expect somebody that doesn't go on Reddit to know that. Yeah, fair uh, enough. What's the aside? <laughs> yeah, I have a okay. life. Um, uh, one of the things I said when I was joking about the uh, you'll quit after episode four of your podcast. <laughs> uh, I, I'm, I, ha- I am the master of quit, quit quitting podcasts. Uh I've done three podcasts with Jeremy and quit all. We've done, we've quit all three, uh, and I think my original comment about quitting on episode four was because I think at that time we had just quit a podcast in episode four, oh, <laughs> uh, and we never released them. We were trying to like build them up, and then we were going to release them. Um, anyway, I did a video podcast. I just remembered, so that was the fourth podcast. I did a video podcast where my friend Juan and I would watch Game of Thrones because we'd never seen it before completely on mute. Uh, <laughs> and, we, and we filmed ourselves watching it and trying to figure out what was happening. And, uh. and that was the whole thing. And I edited it down and it's like, it, and I'm like, God, that's still, uh, to me, that one was still brilliant because we had fake names for every character and every. Oh, can you please plant. send? Is, us is there that anywhere movie? to find this? Can yeah. We, can we can we get a get a listen to that? Because that sounds brilliant. And I'll, and say, I'll send you episode one, or I'll post fantastic. episode one. Nine. Your made up names probably as legit as the names that they are actually <laughs> given. <laughs> oh look, it's it's the mother of dragons. Oh, you got it right. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I mean, just hey, look, a, it's, it's a, Thorn Thistle. It's yeah. Thorn Thistle the Weird. <laughs> I just remember the first episode going, I don't know much about this show because, you, you know, stuff seeps into your head just from out everybody talking about it and stuff. And I go, but I know that woman's name is the Khaleesi, right? Yeah. <laughs> it, actually, I actually her name is not Khaleesi. Her name uh, is uh, Daener- Daenerys Targaryen. The, her 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 uh, position Daenerys is crazy. Stormborn. Oh fuck you! Which, but, which read the Daenerys book? She's mother of dragons, freer of change, Khaleesi, Bra- breaker Khaleesi, of change, of monkeys. Ka- I don't know. Shower of tits. The, oh, God. Uh, well, once more. But, I guess. but thirty minutes, thirty minutes later in the episode, I go, oh wait. I, that's not the Khale- that's the Khaleesi, and like I I've been calling this this my my wife says it's the mother the Khaleesi the whole show. It, like it's so like it's just it's got to be Catelyn Stark it, it, for for someone that's actually seen the show. It's probably this this podcast would just enrage people. I think I think, I think you, you should turn that loose. It, I would love to release see it. it and start it again, man. Yeah. Oh, that sounds fun. That's great. Okay, go ahead with your preacher. I was gonna say fuck. Okay, <laughs> not that. Oh, by the way, George, have you heard? <laughs> no, go ahead. Oh. What brilliant theories have you thought of now, Matt, that you just read on the You internet? don't even want to know. because I didn't know that it was possible for you to be more annoying when you're not smoking weed. <laughs> oh, dude, get ready. Okay. Um, now I actually have the energy to annoy you. <laughs> I'd say that. Um, all right. 
The show's amazing. <laughs> I just wanted to point out because we were kind of talking about Cormac McCarthy on the last episode. We were. Who is they're... Cormac McCarthy? Fuck you! <laughs> says says the guy who reads books. Yeah. Oh, the hey, 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 book reader more than you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, there is a Cormac McCarthy reference in the new Preacher episode. Uh, there is a whorehouse called Toadvine Bordello. Oh, cool. Right. Yeah. Thank you awesome. from Blood Meridian. That's okay, awesome. that's all I wanted to say. Fuck me. <laughs> all right, next. Uh, Pennywise. Uh, uh, I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm on board. I was going to say, to be fair, like when they put the Bill picture Skarsgård. of Bill Skarsgård next to, to Tim Curry as Pennywise, at least with the facial structure and some of his features, he almost kind of looks like a young Tim Curry. Like with... I know you're you're giving me that fucking look. Yeah. But if you put the makeup on, I think just like the facial structure and some of his features could at least look. You know, with I have the, no problem with his look, but that Jagaloon is annoying. With, have you seen okay, him on Hemlock? I, I will. I will 100 yeah, percent yeah. give you that. With all the nonsense that's happening with uh, Dark Tower, I have now resigned myself to disconnect the original content with the new shit. So I'm prepared. I'm. Heading in with open eyes on both Dark Tower and it, so we'll see what happens. With open but eyes, are are you going to be able to uh, to have open eyes for the new Friday the Thirteenth? No. Hey, Matt, I got you, bro. I'm yeah, right there. That was a good one. I like, like the segue. I, I thanks for pointing I, it out. You're yeah, welcome. You know, because we haven't been able to move past that. Can you believe that, Christian? After 71 episodes, actually, it's like 77 when you count the <laughs> mini episodes. We still can't get over pointing out great segues. Thanks, Chris. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh! Sounds like you need another segue right now. Yeah, we need a segue back into uh, to Friday the 13th. But uh, <laughs> by the way, Christian is actively looking at his Twitter account by this point. <laughs> um, no, no. I just I only have one tweet up. It's the tweet where I. I told you guys you'd quit so that I could reference it if I had to. <laughs> Holy shit. I think you're more fixated on this one than we are. <laughs> well, dude, it's, we, still, it's still up there. It's just a big screenshot. We've been bad-mouthing the poor guy for the last three no, years. No, I was... Oh, you, I don't know about you, you fucking gotta, guys. You guys got to put yourselves in my, in my shoes. I, I was like, oh, these guys are reviewing the battery for a second time. That's weird. No one's ever done that. Let me listen to this. I start the episode. First off, let us say... Fuck Christian Skeleton. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, and by the way, if you guys were one of the first podcasts ever um, to review the battery. Yeah, your your movie is kind of responsible for this shit show. Yeah, it, but since then, it's been three years. Um, I've probably been on fifteen podcasts and listened to probably thirty ba- podcasts to review the battery, and so I'm like trying to get a handle on which podcast this is, you know, like it's, it's no offense. It's just that that's how it is. It's like crazy. No, I um, mean, none taken. And you're like, why, why do they keep saying for me to fuck myself? Yeah. <laughs> what did I say? What did I ever Christ, fucking do man. to these guys? It's and like, actually I, I, I want to point out too. It and works I think, though. You got, yeah. you got a fan because I put it in my, I, I put it in my podcast app and I went back and I listened to the episode with Lauren and, Ashley Carter and, and not only that, dude, but I think you you single handedly fueled the fire for this show. Yeah, yeah. Like Matt and we, I, like, we once, were gonna quit on episode five. Once, since once we yeah. hit once we hit episode five, we were like, we did it. Yeah. We have to keep going. And, now. and George has been saying we did it 
every time he introduces <laughs> a new episode. Yeah, and that's directly because of you. I'm uh, saying, as as much as my original comment was was not meant to be mean spirited at all, it was probably very true. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, you're not. Like yeah, I said, you're, you're not wrong, man. You I should started, kind of be a backhanded motivational speaker. Well, and and also too, I mean, I I, I want to. Uh, stress this again that it, obviously it's all in jest like you know I we don't hate you we're not saying fuck you we didn't actually start hashtag fuck Christian Stella, <laughs> yeah I, so I think know. I even I don't know I, if you I will right now though <laughs> and I wasn't sure because I even hit you up on, on Twitter and I was like hey man I actually offered you a beer and a burrito and I was like oh you didn't yeah. reply so it's okay right. yeah that was his way of saying fuck you Chris I know yeah <laughs> it's very weird in 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 our world where I mean we're just like we're tiny filmmakers that we we don't you know we don't make any money or any of that stuff um but we have a lot of fans um and it's it is very weird when someone comes in and asks you to like do an interview i guess jeremy did an interview with you guys right did, yeah. yeah yeah the very first episode we did yep. see and that's it's awesome because honestly when people come and ask us now to do that um it's hard to take the time to actually do that and decide, you know, am I going to get into an awkward situation? Because, um, especially episode one for you guys. Right. We well, could, that that you know, interview Jeremy with could, Jeremy was kind of awkward for me because I just, I didn't really know what I was doing and he was, uh, he was real still fun don't. about it. But it had to have been better than like, and Jeremy could have gotten the phone and you could have been like, you know, like, it could avoid oh wait did you listen to the interview oh exactly. <laughs> i know what he did <laughs> you know, no it was it was all right I don't, I, yeah i don't think it was awkward and really, really i think the only reason jeremy agreed to do it because i'd been bothering him on twitter and he was just kind of ignoring and you guys had a uh a telephone number set up where people could call and say what they thought about the battery and uh after we recorded the battery episode george and i drunk dialed that line <laughs> And we we're basically like, "What the fuck, Jeremy? Why don't you come on our show?" And then uh, <laughs> I don't want to be the drunk girl calling Jeremy. <laughs> yeah, I'm the one that does. I mean, I'm the one. It's like, I if I had my way, we would do every single thing anyone asked us ever. But Jeremy's the one that like he doesn't even answer his phone. Like when I call him, <laughs> oh shit, he's just he's just feeling. He's not. He's not being mean about it. He's just. Like his phone ringing gives him anxiety. Yeah, oh, man, I know that feeling really well. I hate my phone ringing, man. I always wondered yeah. that too because I'll text you and you'll answer, but then if I try and call you, fuck no. I'll yeah, send you right. I'll up. send you right to voicemail. But it's funny because he answers every one of my calls. I do not. You do. No. I have the call history to prove it. No. But yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, I know that. I know that feeling really well. Um, okay, I, I know we had some more news, but I think we should probably get to the movie chat. Yeah. Um, anything else in like very pressing before we get there? Uh, just that our uh, our good friends over at Dread Central have a new movie coming out this week. They do. Uh, Monsterland actually comes out Wednesday, June eighth, and it should be, according to John, it should be in stores on Thursday. So uh, go pick up Monsterland. From what I hear, it's fantastic. We have not got our screener copy how, yet. How are you guys affiliated with Dread Central? Oh, oh, glad you asked. I'm glad we get to talk about ourselves. <laughs> we get to talk about um, ourselves very well. Much the way I pestered you and Jeremy on Twitter. Uh, I met John Condit from Dread Central, and uh, 
he made a comment about working together and then I pestered him for an entire year to death. And, uh, now we are the dread central podcast. The site, they will be relaunching their site within the next, uh, it was supposed to have happened already, but very soon. And then there will be a whole podcast network section and we will be, uh, right up top. Yeah. We're the, we're the, we're the, uh, the headlining band, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. Do you realize they were the very first people of anyone, anyone to review the battery. Nice. Uh, it, great, birds, birds of a feather. Great minds, dude. Yeah. Brad McCarg um, reviewed us at um, Tell Your Right Horror Show where we premiered. And uh, so that was, the, that was the, the first review the battery ever got was, was Dread Central. Um, and it was very unfair because we spent the whole fucking weekend drinking with Brad McCarg and then he wrote a review. That's awesome. <laughs> That's yeah, not so how we're, journalism we're, should work, but hey, cool. Yeah, we're really stoked about the whole thing. So, you know, it it, uh, it won't really change much as far as the show goes, but hopefully, you know, more people will hear us. And if right. anything, it just proves that Dread Central has never listened to our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> All right, lightning round on news. Uh, Lauren Michaels is producing an 80, 80s horror comedy called Ghost Bros. Uh, Brad, Brad Fuller on Friday the 13th. We're going to meet the family, which means we're going to meet Jason Voorhees' dad. Yuck. Uh, there's a new Scooby-Doo movie coming out called Curse of the Speed Demon that is I'm featuring all the WWE. WWE? Uh, yeah. Okay, I roster. Featuring prominently The Undertaker. Um, there's a, a Mortal Kombat beer coming. Yeah. Uh, the Purge is being blamed for a series of murders. It's bullshit. Uh, get tickets to watch Jaws in the Water this summer. You can go check out one of those links. Yoga Horses trailer. Eh. Uh, Brainwaves Live, the Paranormal Talk Radio, begins tr- transmitting Wednesday, June 8th. That is, is part of Dread Central. Yeah, we can stop. We can is this a fucking Micro Machines commercial? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can, and are you breathing? Yeah. Your face is looking red right, right we don't now. Have to go, oh, it's because uh, I'm drunk. Yeah, <laughs> we, don't have to go, we don't have to go too much more on those. Um, yeah, Dread Central is doing a, a weekly call-in radio show, so um, tune into that. It should be interesting. It's called, it's called Brainwaves, and uh, it will be starting June 8th by Steve Barton, also known as Uncle Creepy, and the other guy. That and I'm who knows? We there. even may be on that show. Probably Doubtful, not. But <laughs> Probably we'll call not. in. We can call I'll, in. I'll just start. I'll start pestering John. <laughs> All right, so we're going to take a quick uh, musical break. Uh, what are we listening to, Chris? Uh, well, actually, this is Matt's pick. We're going to, and I fully Meow. endorse it, Meow, because it's a fantastic band. Uh, we're going to listen to Obituaries by the Menzingers. I fucking love the Menzingers. And then we're going to do a fucking awesome movie. Oh, my God. All right, uh, so we'll be back um, shortly. You can't um, go around killing people. <laughs> He's been in puberty for like 45 years. Because he can't. Okay. <laughs> we'll be right back. He just can't. And then I let a thousand splinters pierce 
Days you should just leave the song out. No, <laughs> not do we it. never oh. listen to the song, yeah. dude. Christian Stella, you have just given me the best idea you've ever had in your life. You should never play the song. Just the, every every time we're gonna play this song, and, and then you never do. That is, like, dude. That is a great idea. Oh, Carly by, by we're gonna play this song, we meant go to YouTube and listen to this <laughs> yeah, song. Yeah, yeah. We don't want to get sued. We don't want to get sued, you stupid idiots. Well, luckily, we never play any too high profile music. We played acts. one huge. Profile music. Well, but, yeah. Okay. And anyway. one who might be in the Illuminati. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, so we watched 1994's <laughs> Brain Scan, directed by John Flynn, starring Edward Furlong, Frank Langella, T. Ryder Smith, and a bunch of other dumbasses. Frank Langella, slumming it. Uh, okay. Whoa. This, um, mm. So this this was this was your first time? This definitely was my first Broke time watching Broke his brain this scan, film. Cherry. Wow. Um, it was fucking weird, man. Right? And and I don't know if I don't know if I I don't even want to know if I want to say good weird. It's just fucking okay, weird. Okay, why don't we go around the table and see what we all thought? I'm like cuz also I want to I want to preface by saying I have not seen this movie in probably 15 to 17 years. It's been about 10 for me. It's been a long time for me. Like out of 10, this movie is a 5.5 for me. Interesting. Ooh. I I, I so didn't it's slightly better than average. Yeah. Only just. <clears throat> then we can talk about it. Okay. Uh, I have always loved this movie. Uh, I, like I said, it's been about 10 years since I've seen it. And uh, this movie kind of finally allows me to see why people remake films. Hmm. Just not like that this movie should be remade, but if they could clean it up kind of the way they did E.T. and like maybe add a little bit of practical looking stuff, this movie would be 
super awesome. But what did you think about it going going back to it? I fucking love it still. I love every bit of it. Chris? And Edward Furlong's balls have never dropped. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we can talk about that. Chris, what did you think about it? Uh, so again, I, I haven't seen the movie in probably 15 to 17 years. I, full disclosure, uh I don't know if I did. I ever tell talk about my brother and I's box of beta tapes that we had as a kid that kind of shaped who we I are. I don't think on on the show, but we've talked about it. We've before. talked about like it. Death okay. Race and and uh, fucking Big Trouble, Big Trouble in Little China, Robocop Two, fucking Predator. Like we, my brother and I had this. Anyway, it doesn't matter. This movie was uh, my and my brother's as big of a movie nerd as I am, and we loved this movie growing up. It was one that we'd quote all the fucking time. We'd watch it every every day after school. Um, I'm happy to say that. I'm gonna keep on loving you. <laughs> I was shocked at how well this fucking movie held up. It I actually held up exactly. Yeah. I, I thought the same thing. I was like, "Whoa, this movie holds up." Not fucking bad, dude. I and and not only that, not only fucking that. If you go back and watch a lot of those '90s horror movies, you know, we're talking about like the Idle Hands, like you know, talking about like a lot of those those yeah. fucking flicks that came out in the '90s that were like quote unquote horror movies. Um, and this uh, and this movie is nineties as fuck. It's nineties at nineties AF, dude. Dude, yeah. my my first note, I I, I, sh- I don't have my notes with me, but my first note. Was oh, like, I have notes. This is the nineties ass movie I've ever seen in my life. So, and, wait, and not not including uh-huh. Ghost in the Machine because uh-huh. Ghost in the Machine is like one of the like one of the top nineties ass movies. The anime? No, <laughs> that's Ghost in the Shell. No, dude. Are you, you're Ghost not talking about Pulse, machine. right? No. Because Pulse, I think, no. was the 80s. No, dude. Ghost in the Machine. We'll talk about it. Okay. But it's, it's <laughs> Christian, okay. Christian, what do you think about this film? Uh, the reason, I mean, this is why I wanted to come on the show because, um, first off, you guys were yelling at me. And then second, I saw you think, <laughs> you were doing Brain Scan. And I was like, well, shit. I loved Brain Scan when I was like 10. And I haven't seen it since. And so I, I was like, this is perfect. And I, I imagined going back and watching this. That it was going to be a hilarious kind of a, a lot of computer like fun watching these really bad computer screen animations and so on, and uh, shockingly, I felt it held up a lot better than I thought, except what? for the the effects in the yes. real world. You it, know what was what was really brilliant, and, and and I don't want to talk too many brilliant things about this film, but what they did. And this is actually really clever is that they hid a lot of the bullshit like where like with, with, with CGI behind sort of like a vague screen of, of, of 90s tech. It was, yeah. it was really well. I mean, that part was really well done to me. Um, also, too, I mean, because, yeah, if you if you went back and like George Lucas, the fuck out of this movie and like Matt said, updated some of the if you updated some of the the. Well, like the lightning like that. that he when he electrocutes himself. Not even like, that. That, yeah. that wasn't too bad. But like the thing where like when he puts his hand in the trickster and then the trickster's guts come out and grab him and stuff like that. Like oh, that was so badass. So badass. But so like when I saw it, I, I remembered another movie that was in the '90s that I watched that had the same type of effects, like Lawnmower Man. Like you know, it was <laughs> it was the same type of fucking like special effects that you saw these movies kind of presenting because it was also the '90s. The '90s was an interesting time. I'm sorry, I'm gonna go I'll get off in a little bit of a track here, but like imagine that the '90s was an interesting time because the 90s was we, we were really kind of at the precipice of technology the internet was just kind of starting to come in uh we were super uh, to upset. be fair al gore invented the internet in the 80s okay go fuck yourself well it was it was it was like we had just started kind of getting it like where it was being prevalent in like high school like they were show, right. like i took a I i took a fucking like 
computer, computer class, class like in, in high school, like stuff like that. And and so it was kind of like this brave new world for people in the 90s. So they started making the fuck out of these movies that were really centered on, on quote unquote technology and what they thought technology would be able to do. You can even see it in this movie where he like talks to Igor and I'm like, nobody talks to their fucking I computer. wanted that so they, bad. That's, that's Siri. I was going to say, this movie invented Siri. It, okay, yeah, fair enough. And fair how enough. much cooler would it be Hold if on, Siri guys. was fucking Igor? You guys, okay, so you haven't seen Ghost in the Machine. I don't, wait, can uh, I see that? No. Oh, okay, so on, this, this, is, this is specifically one of my notes that I had, where I, I, I felt that, uh, I felt that a lot of that? what BrainScan did kind of ate Ghost in the Machine's can lunch. Can go into some of the, the pictures? Which came out first? The Ghost in the Machine, oh, 93, 94. Can I see and, some of the pictures? Uh, this is who needs who needs to see pictures now, Chris. Well, look, I, I Homegirl from Scrooge. I know that. Uh, I, what, I guess I, I, I Fine, guess I'll go on. And I'm, I guess at the end of the day, I felt like Brain Scan was a little derivative, but what wasn't in the nineties? Is that because you saw Ghost in the Machine first? Well, I, yeah, I mean, I had never seen Brain Scan, so I don't, I didn't go into it with any nostalgia. I, I went into it like, you know, with my critic hat on and watched a, a, a kind of shitty movie to to me, anyways. Oh, I've seen the fuck out of this movie. So, for those of you who have lived under a rock, okay. for the last I know, I know uh, twenty-two years, Brain Scan is a movie about uh, Edward Furlong, who is basically like a, a horror fan. You know, everybody thinks he's kind of a freak and a weirdo. And he reads about this game in Fango. Uh, Fango. No, no. To be hold on, his friend Kyle. This, okay, reads Kyle about, reads about it. Um, Kyle, who wears two flannels, one under his leather jacket and one around his waist, because the nineties. Because nineties, yeah. 90s, yeah. Um, I liked his best friend better when it was Robert Budnick. In, <laughs> um, <laughs> Dude, yeah. And, 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 and instead of riding a dirt bike, he's riding a goddamn scooter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Um, so his friend reads about this game called Brain Scan, where it's supposed to be the most immersive horror experience, and you, you know, play it if you dare, and it it kind of reads your brain and makes a game catered towards you. And since Edward Furlong is like a horror lover and a, a fucking weirdo, it creates a scenario where he has to murder somebody. And I'm just gonna fucking come out and say I've wanted to play this game forever. A game that puts you in the killer's shoes, where you have to hide all your your you know trail and make sure <laughs> you there's have no to witnesses. Hide all your semen. <laughs> yeah, it kind of. You know, like. And by the way, on the on the on the talk that Edward Furlong is a weirdo. I mean, the movie literally starts with him filming his neighbor getting oh, naked. I have. Who he's in love with. Hey, yeah, but and, she and, she was flaunting it for him. She wanted him well, to see it. And and yeah. I, I'm gonna say this. Well, I'm gonna say two things. One, the the music choice, if it was not going to be a bit obituaries by the Menzingers, was going to be "How Do I Get to You" by Mast Intruder because no, that's stocky. A, yeah. stocky as fuck. But they were both stocky as fuck. They were and, stocky as fucky. And each other. I have this right here where the I have yeah. the dialogue between these two in my head, kind of how it would go, where they're like. Oh, I'm gonna stalk you so hard. Oh, I'm gonna stalk you harder. Oh God, how big are your binoculars? You're gonna stalk me with? Oh, they're oh, so you're fucking, fucking big. stalking you're, me. You're gonna get fucking stalked. That was that was maybe the most '90s thing that the movie did, though. Was the that he set up a camera? He set up a camera as she's getting naked, and then he goes and he sits down and he watches <laughs> this TV. Hey, you and gotta, you gotta watch eyes. it on your big screen, man. Oh you God! Have eyes. Just look through the window, man. Yeah, Don't yeah. look at the shitty VHS camera. You know what was oh, funny to me about Edward Furlong is so poor Eddie Furlong his and his limp. Terminator Two came out 
three years before brain scan. And it seems like Eddie Furlong digressed in age between and acting ability and acting ability to say funny you should say, say that the director hated Edward Furlong really hated him like he said several times he Which said one James Cameron or no no the director for brain scan they he, they didn't get along he said that he was uh he said that Edward Furlong was a terrible fucking actor and he had to smack him awake every morning to even get him to like perform he fucking they they did not get along you, you know, can almost uh, tell that this director probably would have made a much, much better movie if there wasn't money involved. You know, like yeah. Edward Furlong wouldn't be in the movie. Yeah. And there might have been less effects. Like if it was if it was more of a passion project than a, a paycheck? Yeah. Like you may not have had some kind of big showdown kind of ending with a bunch of CGI weirdness if if he did what he wanted to do. Cause the cause the the bad guy, or not bad guy, but whatever, trickster. The trickster, yeah. He's he's fucking incredible acting. Oh, so good. Like I mean, uh, that's the saving grace of the whole movie is his acting. Yeah, I don't even know. I, 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 and it's not just his acting too. I think the makeup department specifically on that character was uh, they. I mean, they did a great job on the trickster. Yeah, I actually had some nitpicks about that. All right. I was like, Wait, well, just like the blending of the makeup into the prosthetics. Okay, fair but, enough. Did we ever, George? Did you ever say what you thought about the movie? Yeah, I did. Yeah. I, 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 he said I, it was a five and a half. I don't like it. I, uh, I, I honestly don't like it. Okay, um, but it, it's not because it's not necessarily because it's a bad film. I just don't. I just don't like it. So okay. you know who did the music for this? Uh, George fucking Clinton. Yeah. Oh. And yeah. and the opening song, I'll be goddamned if that doesn't Big sound Trouble like Little it was China. Yes, thank you. That would, sounded like it was pulled directly well, sounded, from. Big it sounds super John Carpenter. Yeah, super John Carpenter. I think they just went to to George Clinton and was like, "Yo, I love P Funk, but I also love fucking John Carpenter. Why don't yo, you kind of just steal some hey, of his shit?" Hey, yo, I love horror movies, but I also like to get funky as fuck. Yeah. You guys want to come do some F- fucking music. funky like so George Clinton did like half-ass metal tracks basically. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I doesn't okay. How far do we want to get? Because I have fucking notes. Go all on the way, man. I, I have, mean, look, I no, okay. I, I don't like. I don't. Again, I said I don't have any nostalgia with this film. So to me, there's a ton of stuff that when, I picked up on this. When you guys, oh, know. you mean you mean like the the catcher's mask hanging in the attic, so it clearly inspired the battery. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I caught that when you guys I are have, talking about like uh, how this thing aged well I, I have trouble following that because there's nothing about this that to me that that looks like it aged as well I think the, the reason I say it ages well is because not the practical effects I just meant like the stuff on the computer screens is not so over the top yeah. that it, it really is stuff that could have been on computer screens in the 90s um, it really only gets fakey when it's out of the computer screens. Yeah. Uh, and that's not what I was expecting from this movie. Um, well, even the, the Igor, his Igor, like, looks like a meme that somebody would use nowadays. Uh, call, give, call me some pizza, Igor. <laughs> <laughs> Igor, call 555 fear. That was a weird thing that they set up that, like, it seemed that you had to call the phone number after you put the disc yeah, in. What yeah, what was that? <laughs> well, no, isn't that dial-up or, right? Because then yeah. you used to have to dial-up. I remember, up. I don't know if, if any of y'all ever used to do it, but I used to try and play Doom, like, back in the old days of dial-up, where you could only connect with somebody, like, one person directly. Yes. 
that was a pain in the And when your ass. mom picked up the phone. <laughs> mom, I'm playing a game. No. Hang it up. Hang it up. <laughs> um, does anyone else think that this movie would have been almost fucking more awesome if it was called 555 here? No, no, I think it would have been oh. a ripoff of Nine Seven Six Evil. That's what I was. Well, no, that's what I was thinking. That's exactly what I was thinking. I was because it. Uh, I know. Well, Nine Seven Six Evil. What was that? Uh, eighty eight. Eighty nine. I want to say like eighty seven. Yeah. Eighty seven. Eighty eight. Eighty nine. Somewhere around there. Such a good fucking movie. Yeah. Directed by Robert England. Oh. Huh? I didn't um, know that. Uh, yes. Um, mm. Anyways, uh, no. So I have I have tons tons of fucking notes. Um, first of I, all, for, huh? I was gonna say I just want to throw this out there. Uh, for most of the movie, I thought Edward Furlong just walked like that. <laughs> like, <laughs> they're, they're walking down the even street. After the, even after the to, opening. I, I I totally just glossed over that, and, and I, I ate some butter that morning. Okay. So, uh, I don't smoke I, weed anymore, hey, guys. I wasn't smoking. So right, there. Uh, I was when, when him and his buddy are walking down the street, I told my wife, I'm like, Edward Furlong walks like he's got a stick up his ass. Like, what's going on? Like, look how bull-legged he is. What, what, he either has a huge dick or something up his ass. <laughs> Which we all know is not the truth. Well, right. And then, like, later, uh, like, about halfway through the movie, he makes a com. Oh, when he goes back to cover up his tracks, he's yeah. like, oh, my, my limp. limp. And I was like, did you, miss, did you miss? I thought he just walked. Did you? Like that. Did you miss did you literally the, the first scene? two minutes of the movie? No, no, I saw it and it just it like I kind of just glossed over with it. I was like with his fucking ground beef knee. Yeah, I was like his mother's <laughs> dead. But the, and that's uh, it, that's a sign that the director clearly he wanted to do something more with this movie. Yeah, but it just didn't happen because it's like what the fuck was even the point of that? Yeah. Like. Of his mother being dead, of all of that. There's not really a point to any of that. I, I, because, I don't know if it was just yeah. really to show that he had no parental guidance I think, around. Yeah, that was, and, that was part of it. But he, I mean, you could have done that with more of like, you know, his parents are just traveling. Well, like, I think you know. a his lot of it. His dad was away. Hold on. Know, same thing. I, I do think a lot of it. Okay. And again, maybe this is me looking way too much fucking into this. But I think a lot of it too is like, if you look at the, uh, he's set up to be this like horror fan, but not just horror fan, but like extreme gore guy. And I think what it was trying to set up was like when you have a traumatic experience like that in your life, it almost kind of desensitizes you to a lot of things so that he would be the type of person who would take on this video game that would go all the way almost to put you in the shoes of somebody who would kill somebody. Um, I don't, right, I don't you know. You do think it. a lot about this shit. Yeah, so I, I think that makes sense, though. Yeah, it, like, it you totally know what does. I mean? Like, he, he it, it, the, something something that traumatic might set you up to be the, the type of personality that would actually want to to experience something like that because that would be, might maybe be the only thing. Because if you see him, maybe Furlong was actually the right casting choice in this movie because he's fucking no. emotionless. No, I get okay. <laughs> okay, Christian Stella, you're right. But you know what I'm saying? is like he has no, he is almost like a, he seems dead inside. He has that. Well, dead well stare. that's just Edward Furlong, right? Right. That's what I'm saying. Is maybe it was actually a perfect casting choice. Like, yeah. Um, okay. See, yeah. He's he's uh he's he's kind of like a brick wall in the movie. Like, right. he, if if they had casted him better, like the whole movie would just be so much better. Yeah, he has the personality of the inside of a ping pong ball for sure. But like, it's it's you know I don't know. See, I, are like, you saying he's selling wolf tickets? <laughs> <laughs> Do any of you have in your notes who wrote this movie? Uh, I can look really quickly. See, Chris, your your notes all seem to be like well thought out. My notes are stupid as shit. Like this, when this movie was written by Andrew Kevin Walker one year before he wrote Seven. 
That's really oh. weird. Holy shit, but that okay. makes so much see, fucking sense. See, now this this kind of leads back into me saying I, I can see why movies get remade now. Because think about it. Like, just the premise of this movie. <clears throat> sorry, is, sorry. Christian, if, you just blew my fucking mind. Yeah, yeah. right. If it was well, it kinda, makes all the detective kind of stuff is coming into play yes. now. It, if it was kind of updated, like, not even just, like, the effects, but just everything it just made more gritty and grind you know they really took it there they really like made it brutal well, and went there and to be perfectly for fair, the 90s though this was pretty gritty it was for but the that's 90s what I'm saying with with oh. all these movies that were like great movies that are getting remade you know like why not take a movie that's that's highly underrated or that people don't really know and just kind of polish a turd i guess for for you know, lack of a better term. It would be really so hard was, to remake this movie. I that was his though. first movie, uh, his for, his first film. Uh, then it was seven after that. But let's not let's not give him too much credit. After that was eight millimeter and Sleepy Hollow. Eight so, millimeter was really good. I oh god. I like the Nicolas Cage one, right? Yeah, I liked it. <laughs> Even Sleepy Hollow. I mean, I think we can all agree that Tim Burton fucked that up. Whatever the script was, who knows what the script was? Yeah. I really like that. Movie. I I like it because of Christopher Walken. I like it because of Christopher Walken. I like it how my head I is off. <laughs> I saw it in the theaters. I don't remember it, okay. but but at the same time, also I, I do remember it being one of the better Tim Burton movies for sure. After he you know fell from grace. And it, well, oh, dude, he, he hadn't even really fallen quite yet. But if you put Christina Ricci in a corset, I'm going to watch that fucking And then movie. I'm going to put Helena Bonham Carter in every fucking movie. He's not British, just so I you know. That's my, that's my fucking that's, voice. That's his pretentious Tim Burton <laughs> voice. That's my Tim Burton voice. Uh, but you know what? You I always picture him kind of talking this. more like this. Uh, what's what? I would say, you know, you know why they'll never remake this movie? The reason they'll never remake this movie is because there's no reason for Trickster, the bad guy... To exist. Wait, uh, I, I disagree. I highly disagree. Oh, we have <laughs> because, thoughts. Because right now, virtual reality is all the rage. Like, you can buy those little fucking Google Cardboards for like 50 bucks, put your phone yeah. in it, and it's like you're right there getting your dick sucked by twins. So easily, you could start playing a virtual reality game that's just basic, and then like the trickster kind of just starts implanting himself and like talking. You start hearing these voices. I think Trickster could but, easily but, come but through. No, no, I see what he's saying. Though I think Trickster as a, a character in the film, yes. not yes. necessarily. Hold on, not necessarily just in the VR side of things. I, like, I, virtual I reality is the bad guy. Virtual reality is the bad guy, not Trickster. No, wait a minute. Okay, so here's the thing. Did anyone else pick up on the fact that Trickster is probably the fucking devil? I actually thought he was Loki. No, so check us out. So I actually started tracking this throughout the movie, and I never picked up on these things that he said well, before. Hold on. Uh, hold on. He says, uh, he says, uh, he goes, how did you even get here? He says, you invited me in. That's how it always works. Uh, okay. and then he says, you have to look at the, the evil it's deep inside. It's in everybody. He said, cause he said, you know, like what, why am I, you know, why are you having me do this? And he goes, it, you, it's inside you. It's deep inside everyone. You just want me to bring it out. And then he said, uh, he says a bargain between friends. And then when he says, who are you? He says, I'm you. That he's a part of us all. Like, those are all things that the devil has somewhat That's said. Like, in the Bible. That's fucking interesting. Yeah, he it, it, like the whole thing about like the devil. You have to invite him in. Um, the devil always Vampires makes too. And even the fact that his name is Trickster. This, if you look at the history of Satan, Satan was not always this big malevolent fucking creature in the Bible. He started off 
back in the day is an actual trickster like demon. He was like a he was like a fucking goon. He was like he was like a a, a jester almost. Uh, but he they always say that he was like a trickster god, almost like Loki. Like, he tricked like Adam that. into trusting that broad that got him kicked out of the garden. Jesus of Eden. Christ! And then the, yeah, he I, he trusted Eve, and then Eve I, made Ghostbusters. I think that, <laughs> I, I think that parallel to Satan is a little too cute. Because it's like I think it's spot on. Well, no, no, because it's it's if that's not what they were going for, it's overtly obvious and kind of silly, right? So if it wasn't if 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 the trickster isn't Satan, then what what they did was silly. So it has it it, it hinges on him definitely being Satan. No, I think it totally is because here's the thing: the movie does play with your your perception of it because it it kind of makes you think the whole time: is it him? Is it in his head? I even thought it was too because when I th- when I was watching it now, the fact that uh, Franklin Gilla plays the detective, I saw a picture of Dracula hanging on his post on a poster hanging on his wall, and I was like. Hold on, Franklin Jello played fucking Dracula in the 1979 movie. Is he making all this up and he's taking all these things? I also thought this is why I may be looking too much into this. I thought that the Three Stooges uh, show that he was watching mirrored the kills he did. I thought he hit someone over the head with a hammer and the, like saw all this Chris, stuff. Uh, you know, did he, when, did when, he when hit I, someone that's over the head? No, he that's didn't. craziness. When I know, no, I, 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 I will admit. When I have I, said the words. I'm looking a little too hard into a stupid movie. Yeah, uh, you're yeah. epitomizing. You this just right took now. it and ran with it. That <laughs> was my favorite. That was my favorite scene in the movie, though. When yeah, just, told, yeah. Watching it. Oh my god, I was just laughing my ass off because, like I said, I, I don't think Trickster as a character needs to exist. Uh, right. The whole plot could have gone on without him. Uh, just a video game that's making this guy kill people. Uh, but there's no sounding. But there's no sounding board. Best. If yeah, you think about it, this yeah. movie only has like five characters. Well, there's there's and, Michael, there's Kyle, there's what's her name, Kimberly. Uh, there's yes. uh, the detective and his partner, and that's kind of fucking it, dude. Well, here's okay. Here's if we're talking if we're talking remakes. Here's what I think would be a better idea: base the movie around Trickster, uh, and and less so on fucking whiny nah. Edward Furlong character. What no, 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 the I'm, fuck? I, are no, you dude, talking because because. About? Otherwise, otherwise, Wait. he's he's gonna be. Uh, if they redo it now, if they redo that film now, uh-huh. he's gonna be pure virtual reality. No, 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 wait. Because oh, are you talking? He's got he's got to live in the cloud now. No, you 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 make Doug <laughs> Jones the Barnes. trickster. If you make Doug Jones the trickster, I'm fucking watching that fucking movie. Wait, see, <clears throat> here's why I disagree with George and Christian. Had kind of made a comment about uh, trickster making Edward Furlong play the game. That's not true at all. He said, you can play the game. If you don't succeed, you don't get to play the other chapters. Edward Furlong chose to play. That's not Hold on, true, hold though. on. Okay. No, he right. did say that. He well, said, he, no, he says. So, go, go, then, go ahead. And then, go, go ahead. So Edward Furlong chose to play the first chapter. He uh-huh. killed the guy in the first chapter. Right, right. Then Trickster informs him, hey, basically you can stop, but you left a witness. You killed someone in real life. You left a witness. He, he, Edward Furlong chooses to play chapter two. He never then, says... Sorry, go. Sorry, go ahead. Then, after he he takes care of the witness, Trickster comes back and says, "Oh, by the way, you left some footprints. You have to go take care of it." So then, Edward Furlong once again chooses to play, goes back, and then leaves another witness, which is the girl he loves. And once again, like after much debating, decides by himself to play the fourth installment and then go and kill his his. Beloved. So, so kind of inaccurate on almost all fronts. 
So uh, he cho- he chooses he chooses to play the first disc, hundred percent. Right. Wait, you guys argue one, about this. I'm going to pee really quick. All right, yeah, go, yeah, go, 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 go ahead, buddy. Um, the second one, the trickster does say he, he doesn't say you can play it or not. He says to not play the second disc would be very dangerous for you. Right. He I, says I didn't say he that he told him you don't have to play it. He just told him. You left the witness because, behind. Because as we know somebody. with the devil, the devil can't make you do anything, but he can be in your fucking ear all the time. So exactly. he kind of, he, but he does coerce him and he almost makes it seem like he has no choice. If you don't do this, you are going to jail. Uh, uh, and then the second one, Kyle was not a witness. He kills Kyle. Uh, actually, Kyle oh, did come to the house on, and guys. say hold he, on, he hold, saw hold. or he was watching the whole time. Hold on a second. Wait, what? When Kyle comes to visit him the next day, when uh-huh. they have the little blow up, uh-huh. he makes a comment about like I was watching or I saw the whole thing or something like saw that. Saw what whole thing? Him kill that dude? No. Watch it again. I don't. Ollie was think right so. there, dude. Well, we, I mean, we had why, like why his... else would Trickster say he's the witness? Yeah. No, because he well, he even says he's like he's like he didn't see anything, and he goes he knew too much about you, and that was the only reason he gave him. He said he knew too much about you. He said he would, and he even says, I quote, he would have figured it out eventually. Uh, Maybe. I, I I think the I I, I th- uh, not to disparage your thoughts on this, but I I think that the Satan. Parallel is a little rote, and I think it's a little bit pedestrian. Because <laughs> did you just use the fucking word rote with I me? I did. No, okay. <laughs> uh, and, and because I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want it to come off like I'm like, oh fuck you, fucking. Chris. Uh, even if you did, that's fine. Uh, I, mean, I, I I just think that the I I don't think the character is written well enough to be able to pull that parallel out of that uh, intelligently. Uh, I 100 will. And and look, if anybody is listening to this and you guys have heard me talk on the podcast before. This is a insight into my mind when I watch movies. I do tend to look into things way too fucking much. It is a it's a it's a stupid fucking thing I do. So yeah, you're absolutely right. Is maybe it's not. But when I was Wait, were you this, the were you the one that was that that was talking about the road with the battery? That and, was that was me. I, oh. Yeah. I I yeah, I was more. <laughs> I was the one who was saying that uh, Mickey's headphones were not uh, oh. necessary. Yeah, yeah, you were the one that came up with all the theories about Mickey's headphones, which I thought were great. By Chris, the way, Chris gets introspective. I get, uh, I get analytical. That's the, the that's sort of the difference between us. Totally two. wrong, but great. No, <laughs> no, no, that I no, and I agree. I mean, like that's the thing is, like, they, it probably was wrong when you I was know, talking. It's, it's a better, it's a better explanation. <laughs> True, oh, dude. Apparently, that's what we do with the battery. I went back know, and I listened to the first episode, and then the interview with Jeremy, and I was just throwing all this shit out there. He's like. Yeah, man, you thought about this yeah, way we more really than did. I did. Like See, the, the it, light falling in the car. And also, you realize, cr- just for a quick second, do you realize in the in the script for the battery, and it's still, I think it's still on the page in the final script. Um, Mickey does die because of his headphones. Oh, he's wearing the headphones, and he gets bit wearing mm. the headphones. And Boom. I was the one who told Jeremy, "You cannot fucking do that." <laughs> You've been telling everybody that he's gonna get killed because of those headphones. You can't have that happen. That was, you know, that's, that was, that was a good, good call. call, bro. That was a good call. I think I kind of would have loved that. Be like, see, you fucking See's idiot. Stupid. I told you. Well, but like I said, that's what you I get for listening to that stupid music. I don't necessarily want to recrack you this fucking panty sniffer. Yeah, I don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't want to recrack this pistachio or anything like that. But like, if we want to go back into this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't want to repeal the orange. Yeah. <laughs> or I don't want to. Uh, yeah, whatever. Uh, I don't. I don't want to re reopen this beer. But uh, yeah, if uh, I, I I like the fact that he 
didn't get killed because he was wearing the headphones because like I said, I like I, I liked how it was almost like he decided to man up at the last minute, but it was too yeah. little too late. <laughs> like you know, I don't know. I really God damn I, it. But I think you were the one who said that basically it, like Ben's way of life got him killed. And like and that was like one of those things where I was like, God, I never thought of it that way. That like he finally does something that Ben would want him to do, and it gets him killed. Uh, like that was that was uh, actually me. That was that was that was Matt. Yeah, my my whole thing was it was no, it was actually it was it was it was Mickey's. You know, this makes like episode sixty four that we've talked about God the fucking it. battery. I know. It, we should right, have right. like episode seventy point five and just have you back on brain scan. I have I have a thing on brain scan. Okay, I think brain scan is one of the last horror movies that is a horror movie for kids like it that's like like a an r-rated horror movie for kids interesting I, too I, sorry go ahead i was say i watched it as a kid and it still feels like it it appeals to kids in a realistic way unlike what's out there now is, is it rated r i believe so because here's the thing so. i don't think that there's well, yeah because no that cursing. chick's tits are totally in the beginning like yeah. you definitely see nipple, and they drop really? more than one. Tr- Trust me, I noticed tits. I it's guess a I didn't soft see them. Yeah, I was gonna say because there's not much nudity. I didn't. Those were some soft bees too. <laughs> I didn't see the tits. Whose tits were there? The the girl he's spying on. It was at the very beginning. Like okay. she doesn't turn around and flash him, but you definitely get side. Yeah, you nipple. got side. You got side boob with nipple. It's, yeah, wow. Barely there. It's very. It's very artful. Hey, hey, more than a handful is too much. Anyway, it's enough for Matt and I. More than a handful, you're risking it. I know you guys talk about my wife. Yeah, I, I, I hope you've apologized to her for (laughs) us. Oh shit! I fucking totally for. Yeah, I forgot all about that. I, I would go on record that I didn't say. Oh no, wait, I did. I said beautiful breasted wife. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Awkward. I was, I was trying to keep that out of this conversation. No, 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 no. Uh, up. What do you think it's there in the movie for? That's all I need to say on that. There like, you go. Fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. Christian She's not stupid. Cheers. Yeah, she, didn't, she got super bummed when she got a Mr. Skin page, didn't she? No, she was actually really proud. Oh, oh okay, good. She, she was like, she was like, what the hell? Because, uh, so, but she didn't like that they called her tits undead udders. <laughs> <laughs> Classic Mr. Skin. <laughs> and by the way, they're like half gone now. Oh, what, what the fuck? She lost a ton of weight since the battery, which is weird. She oh. lost like 20 pounds since the battery. Well, that's good. I know, but it's just it, not the thing. It was all in her tits. Jesus Christ, Matt. What? Losing know, weight is good. I didn't mean that she was fat. I just mean that if she was trying to lose weight and, and better no, herself. She, she wasn't. She wasn't. And funny thing is, I gained thirty pounds since the battery. She lost. <laughs> That's she funny. Lost. We have too. That's funny because <laughs> Jeremy, hey man, I lost. Jeremy weight. took the thirty that you gained and the twenty that she gained, and then he doubled it. Whoa! <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Oh no, Jeremy, are you, are you think he gained weight? Did, he looked really big in the mind's eye, like really. Oh, he big. does. Oh, oh, I can talk about that. Mm. Uh, first off, I know how to shoot, Jeremy. Uh, <laughs> No offense to Joe Bigos because I fucking love Joe Bigos. Right. Uh, but I, I always shoot him really flatteringly. Uh, but today, right now, Jeremy is like the skinniest he's been in like 15 years. Oh, nice. He's like, I would say he's 30, 35 pounds down from the battery. It's wow. crazy. Wow. Well, and and he wasn't, in, I don't uh, think he was that big in the battery, honestly. Right. No, That's why he, I was so surprised in, in um, eye. He's in a new movie by Mickey Keating. Which is going to be fucking incredible. Is that Carnage Park? 
No, he's not even. It's it's after Carnage Park. Mickey oh, Keating really? It's like Mickey Keating is a machine, dude. That guy is a. Fu- I was just gonna fucking actually you took the words out of my mouth. I was just gonna say Mickey yeah. Keating is a fucking machine. He's got a movie. It's called Psychopaths. Okay. Um, I'm and, interested. Uh, it it's gonna be fucking incredible. Do we and, uh, not? Sorry, go ahead. You'll see Jeremy without a beard and skinny. Oh, oh he's, weird. He's, he's credited. He as shaved cop. it. So his so name far. in the script is Cop. Yeah. Cop. Do we yep. not live in like? Are we not living right now in a fucking hub and mecca of horror movies? It's great, man. It's pre- I, it's, we it's really live fantastic. in a great fucking era. I felt like it's, we'd never see it again after like the nineties. It's a cool. It's a cool time um, to be a filmmaker because part of me goes like. I should just sit back and wait for Jeremy to become famous. <laughs> and then you've got like, your, you've got your ride those ticket. coattails. Yeah. Like, well, I'm saying, well, we can't get a budget to make a fucking movie. Um, but if the minds I hits or if Mickey Keating psychopaths hits, like suddenly we'll be instantly able to have a budget, you know, nice. like, you know, it, I, I, I don't, I don't think so much with the mind's eye because Jeremy's role isn't that big in the mind's eye. But in Psychopaths, his role is much, much bigger. So that's a really cool thing. And then, you know, there are a bunch of these guys. They keep – I'm pretty sure Bigos and Mickey Keening are both going to be casting Jeremy in their next movie. Just like Bigos is going to – is talking about casting uh, Lauren Ashley Carter in his next movie, I'm sure. Yeah, everything. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Surprise. Cast her in everything. You she's know, someone and, I need to meet. Like it's like she's uh, in us, our world. Us too. She's wonderful, man. You know, and 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 I can say this because I'm kind of an authority. But Mickey Keating has the best head of hair, but behind Kurt Russell, like <laughs> if you've seen that guy in real life, his hair is gorgeous. Matt, Matt, thinks, Matt thinks he has a good head of hair. Jeremy was sending me pics from the set, and I was like, that motherfucker. He looks so young. I was like, how old is he? Like. Fuck! Like, how is he making so many goddamn movies? Yeah, <laughs> you know, like, like I, I'm just like Jeremy. Get some intel on how he's making these movies. Um, I don't, I don't want to diverge too much, oh, but I, right. I just want to say a couple things, just really quick on the right. Movie. That's great hair, isn't he? It? Does have a nice head of he hair. He does have a. He has a great mane. Um, uh, just a, <laughs> a couple things more about this movie before we go completely 100 percent off track. Uh, did anyone else see a little bit of trick or treat in this movie? Not the, not the. Trick or Treat anthology, the Trick or Treat, the Ozzy Osbourne one, yeah, 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 with Sammy Kerr. You're gonna have to clarify that a bit. So you know, Sammy Kerr comes out of the TV and tells the guy to kill and all that kind of, you know. No, no. All right, fair enough. Okay, all right, that's fine. Uh, You know who made a cameo in this movie? The man-eating dog from Step Brothers. (laughs) That German Shepherd that just runs away and attacks people all the time. It's more of a cameo. Yeah. Yeah. What? That dog is. That dog is pretty. Okay, and here's the other thing I was thinking, and I, I didn't have this in my notes, but you guys just kind of reminded me. Do you think Trickster was the dog? Because what? Wait, hear me out. Hear me out. The dog. <laughs> oh my god! Wait, no, no, no. You be, said you wait, stopped smoking weed, wait, right? Because because well, I was no, he I was smoking weed. He started doing shrooms. I was actually I was actually really high when I had this 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 <laughs> this epiphany. I'm, I'm gonna shocked. call it an epiphany. I'm shocked because wait because the dog. Bro. The was, dog always was trickster seemed... the foot. <laughs> exactly because the dog I'm always a tattoo on the foot. <laughs> Wait, God damn it! Stop laughing long uh, enough to let me explain. So, the dog oh George took his headphones god. off and went into the corner. Oh my fucking god! I had to take so, my headphones off so I didn't take the whole goddamn console so, off the table. Okay, so oh the god. dog. Oh my in, fucking god! 
Oh, can I finish? Can I finish? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, okay. Oh my Ooh. God. Okay. Are you, are you oh, done? Shit, are you done? Dude. Oh, you fucking maniac. What you just... <laughs> I look fucking I love the fact they must finish this thought. Like, <laughs> because I, I think that I think that this could be a possibility. I'm gonna, I'm gonna end the show right now. Oh no. Okay. okay. Go ahead. So, I can't fucking breathe. So the dog always shows up at the most inopportune <laughs> times. <laughs> like he, I hate you guys so much. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead and finish. Are, are you are you done? I don't know. Are you done? <laughs> I'm just being honest. So so he goes he goes to bury the foot. Edward Furlong uh-huh. goes to bury the foot, uh-huh. and the dog are you finds saying the fucking dog. Wait. Okay, so the dog ahead. the dog finds him and comes over and kind of just like gets right in his face, and he's ba- it's almost like he's saying like. I know you. I know what you're doing. And he, he leads he leads the guy over to where Edward Furlong is, almost giving him up and getting him caught. Now, then, I, have a, I have another theory on that. Then later, Edward Furlong is going to cover his footprints in the mud, and he's hiding in the basement. And that fucking dog shows up again. He's not a police dog. He's just a neighborhood dog that comes down and sits right in front of Edward Furlong in the basement when Furlong's hiding in the garbage and the dog basically looks him in the face to say like, I know what you're doing. Man. I'm but fucking But the other here. theory is just that the dog has a nose and it's <laughs> <laughs> but, but the dog fucking follows Edward Furlong through the whole what movie. I was going to say, wait, hold on, hold on. To, to, to piggyback off of that, to piggyback off of that, what I was just going to say is, Matt, you own a dog. Yes. Okay. I My dog be- doesn't randomly wander the streets and find guys and, and fucking like try and fuck with people who were murdering. My dog, My dog will approach anybody with a pulse. Holy shit. If you give him the option. Oh, the, thi- the, other th- the other thing to that, and I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but like here's the other thing. The trickster does actively fuck with Edward Furlong while he's on one of his it's- missions. He calls the detective and says, hey, I think somebody's fucking around in your, your, your lawn. He doesn't need the dog. Well, uh, and it, the dog it, leaves both times. Both times, the be- dog comes over, and then right before somebody comes over to find oh, Edward Furlong, God. he bounces. It's yeah. not, look, it's not, it's not any more outlandish a theory than anything else in this film, but you just hit that, Wait, sweet, you hit that sweet spot. Of and, and much like dogs can't look up, people in this movie can't look down because twice there's Edward Furlong at somebody's feet. That security guard even shined the fucking flashlight on his face. Yeah, I mean, oh that's my, fair. Oh, my God. Now, oh. now, the end of this movie was fucking garbage. That was the yeah. part that was garbage. <sighs> yeah. yeah. With the dog, the dog... Running away, the, like with the they, foot? they stopped the credits. Wait, wait, wait! We have more. Wait, wait! Was there a yeah. stinger? Yes, it God was a little bit of a stinger. It Much wasn't even really a stinger. It was, yeah, it was like three seconds into the credits. The 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 ending of this movie was very weird. Science to to, to be fair, George also didn't see when Ben got out of the car. I did not. Yeah, the first and, time. That's fine because actually we've decided that if we had another go around, we would have cut that. So. Uh huh. Oh. Vindicated, so, sort of. No, you were not vindicated. Sort of. All right, well, let's... <laughs> before we figure out uh, who, who the joystick represents in this film, let's go, ahead, <laughs> let's go ahead and flush this turd. All right. 
Uh, I am uh, unless you've got nostalgic feelings for this movie, I do not recommend it. Can I ask one more question? Go ahead. You know how Edward Furlong, every time he killed someone, he went and looked in his fridge and he yeah. found like he found like the foot, and then Who's he found like the dog? necklace. Who's a good dog? And he, you know, what I'm saying like he found he found things in his freezer. It inspired the voices. <laughs> what if he would have opened the fucking freezer and just found a dick? And he's like, <laughs> like, what is like, this? What if he, he just opened up and he's like, "Oh, you took a weenie, bro! Like, what? What are you doing? What's the matter with you?" Trickster's like, "Do you want? Do you want to suck it?" <laughs> All right, yeah. Uh, for me, it's it's unless you're you, unless you're already familiar with this film, it's a do not recommend. I 100 percent recommend this movie. As do I, Christian. I, I recommend it. I mean, it's better than a lot of '90s horror movies. Uh, that is not uh, that is not untrue. You are correct. So yeah. I do want to ask you guys one thing, and it's uh, it's not if the dog is, is the trickster. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you can't get over that. Get, we can we we got to start episode episode seventy one oh, now or whatever. What is it? Seventy two. Seventy two. Yeah. We got to get on seventy two about the dog. <laughs> An hour-long, in-depth investigation. Seventy-one point five. Holy shit! I'll, I'll, I will I'll put that shit Christian together. Stella. If you're willing to come back on the show, I am one hundred percent willing to have that conversation. In fact, I will watch this movie two I'm more not times. I'm willing to talk about that dog for now. <laughs> I like, will. That's where I. That's where I cut the line. I, I will smoke there. so much I've weed had that, like that six dog beers, but that's not enough. Hey, man! Cheers to you. So, right. so the question I want to ask you is the same question <laughs> that that Edward Furlong's principal. Ask Edward Furlong, and that's why do we watch these movies? Mm. Are you asking the whole? The I'm whole asking table? everyone. Why well, do Christian, we why don't we start movies? with you? Okay. What, what do I watch? Uh, horror movies? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I watch. Uh, it's funny. I, I I'm not as big a horror guy as I was when I was a kid. Uh, I was a huge horror guy when I was a kid. I grew up on Hen and Lauder and um, like the Chucky movies. And all of that. So uh, I have another aside there. Uh, it's, that's that's a crazy one. Um, I could talk about like the saddest thing in my life ever. Oh, please let's, do. Because uh, it, it's at the end of the podcast, so no one will ever hear this. <laughs> <laughs> hey. I could say um, I was supposed to be cinematographer on a Hemwater movie. What? It's it's like it's which like, one? No, it's it's haunting me. It's still haunting me. It's 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 not it's not that important. It's it's a documentary. Oh, so it's not a, it's not a narrative movie. But um, I I've been back and forth with Hen and Lauder for years on being a cinematographer for this documentary, and he's always the one who emails me and goes. I haven't forgotten about you. I just want to let you know that I'm still finishing up my last movie and I'm going to get back to you. And, you, and he keeps like, are you ready, bro? Yeah. Like, so it's like, it's a weird thing. He's the one. The dog, so he's the one. <laughs> he's the one contacting He's the me. one. And the so one. like to me, and I'm just like sitting there like shitting my pants, like telling him I work for free. I don't, you know, like, cause I'm like, I've, Fucking love Hand and Lauder, which is why I listened to the Lauren Ashley Carter episode. It's because you guys had tagged it as Lauren Ashley Carter talks about her reboot of Basket Case. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, because of her fucking growth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which caused her to not to go to Chattanooga Film Festival that I was at waiting to meet her for the first time. Oh, uh, star-crossed lovers. 
But uh, I was like freaked out when I saw that because I'm like, I want to reboot Basket Case so bad. That's the thing I want to do in my life so bad. All right. Well, get let's get Jeremy Gardner. He can be Basket Case. No, I want to be. You want to be? Yeah. Okay. Well, you can do it. So, All right. So to, to circle back to Matt's question, why do we watch these movies? Question. I, I, yeah, you watch it. You watch it. You watch it to escape, just like you like put the disc in to escape, and you kill people to escape. You know, like it's not like, about the. It's about death. Death. Of of all death. things, this movie makes you want to play the game, and yeah. it's sad that there's no game. Sadly. There should be. There was actually, actually supposed. Actually, go ahead. Go ahead, man. There was actually supposed to be a game that they were making a, a while there, back. There was where. Uh, where you had a choice of one of seven killers and you stalked a bunch of kids at a camp and that eventually wound up becoming that game Killer 7, which was nowhere as good as it could have been. But they're giving you the opportunity to play as uh, Jason and there's actually a bunch of slasher type games, but none of them that uh, as in-depth as BrainScan. Actually, it says, uh, it's originally based on the computer game Brainwaves, released as BrainScanners in Europe after the film was released. And we've come full circle because... uh, Dread Central has a new podcast called Brain. You Wave. just took the words Holy right out of my mouth. Holy shit! You know, Christian Stella, you, you want to be the fourth member of the fucking Who Goes There podcast? You know, you know what we call that, Christian? <laughs> so, yeah. We call that professional podcasting. That, right is, that was a great fucking callback, Good Christian Lord. Stella. Wow. I've been holding on to that for an hour, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> it's better than what I've been holding on All right, to. Matthew, All right. Why do you watch horror films? Um, I watch horror films because, I, I mean, I guess kind of like Christian said, I want to escape, and there's a lot of people that i wish bodily harm on but i have better control of my my anger as to not do that so uh getting to see the the archetypes of of people who irritate the shit out of me die in film gothic uh yeah seeing them die in film kind of is is cathartic for me chris Mm. franco why do you watch horror films Mm. oh it's gonna be a I've said it before on the podcast that my my horror uh, genre of choice is always going to be the monster movie, and uh, I think a lot of it, a lot of it is aesthetic. Um, I I love monsters. I love the. Uh, I I think even like going back to like Hunchback of Notre Dame, like just the disfigured monsters. Uh, I I I have an affinity for. Um, that could probably be just like growing up in the punk scene and growing up kind of like as a weird kid. I think a lot of it, you know textbook fucking oh you know it's an outcast and monsters are outcasts like frankenstein is my favorite monster he was a misunderstood monster. uh you mean frankenstein's monster yeah 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 okay. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah and actually you know what i i would be the guy who would correct someone else you on that would. so overhead um, high five. actually overhead it's high five. uh frankenstein's monster actually it's frankenstein's monster's creation okay anyways <laughs> uh anyway no uh wow no i think that's why i think that it's still to this day it's something that's counterculture um, uh, it's, uh, to, t- to me, um, and I still get a kick out of it aesthetically. I still find it, I don't know. I, I just like dark and macabre shit. I don't, I don't, I can't explain it any further. Excellent. All right. I'm into it. George. George. Uh, the reason why I watch horror films, well, mostly, uh, I just enjoy, I just enjoy films altogether. Um, I don't watch horror films specifically. I watch everything specifically and I love great horror films because it's hard to do horror well and when that happens it just i i want to jack myself off so hard (laughs) when somebody does horror really well i i want to applaud it 
because it's it's just like any other genre, man. Like uh, drama, drama and action and and that shit. They're not the only ones that are allowed to do good movies. It's yeah. horror films are allowed to be, but amazing. they're the only ones that are recognized as. Doing That's what good I mean. So, let's you let's know. not forget that. Like I think Silence of the Lambs was the last horror movie to win an Oscar. I think The Witch could. The Witch totally should have. It should. It should. Yeah. It it still can. Oh, you're right. You're yeah. right. No, you. So right. uh, uh, before we wrap up, uh, I want to I want to do a quick. Uh, what are we looking forward to? Slash. What are we recommending? Oh, that's good because I so have a recommendation. Matthew, you first. Uh, I have been watching an anime. It's a Netflix original called Ajin. It's fucking incredible. Like everything is is like really odd CGI. So the the art looks much different than you would be used to. Uh, it's A J I N. It's uh, it's ultra violent. It's it's got like a little bit of paranormal to it. Um, it's fucking bonkers Fantastic. so uh if you like anime definitely check out ajin anything you're looking forward to um definitely not the conjuring <laughs> um i you know i've heard some not bad things about it so we may have to explore uh doing an episode on it so we'll see off uh off the top of my head i'm i'm kind of looking forward to the new purge oh me too like but that's just because i, I gonna love, be mine i love that ultra violence that they bring and, a little uh, bit of the ultraviolence. <laughs> now that they got out of the uh, the home invasion type thing, I'm mm-hmm. I'm a little more comfortable with it. So, Christian, anything you're looking forward to slash you recommend for our listeners? Uh, if I'm going to recommend anything, uh, I watched I watched I fucking finally watched Ten Cloverfield Lane oh, last night. So good. I fucking loved that movie. So fucking good, dude. Hey, Christian, we did an episode on that. <laughs> I know. And I, I, I was going to say, it's kind of scary for me to bring up because I'm like, I don't know. You guys could have hated it or whatever. Like, I, I, I bought I bought the movie because you have to buy these stupid on-demand movies now. Right. Uh, they don't let you rent them for like the first two months. Uh, so I, I bought it for $15 and I also bought The Witch for $15. Ooh, of yeah. the two, I actually like far prefer 10 Cloverfield Lane. Uh, I mean, know, it's I a could, fucking I could, good I, flick. I can, I can see how that could happen because, you know, The Witch is very a very specific movie. I think the, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like, uh, it's, the Witch is a beautifully shot, beautifully acted. Everything is beautiful about The Witch. Yeah. But 10 Cloverfield Lane has all that beauty as well. It's just a little bit flashier and that's, it makes it more fun. And, and it's, it's infinite and it's infinitely more rewatchable. I, I, I don't think that personally for me, I don't think that the witch will have more viewings. No, I'm upset that I bought the witch. I'm not upset that I bought 10 Cloverfield. Yeah, yeah. I'm with right. you. I'm yeah. going to watch it. And then, uh, I'll also recommend, um, I'm playing the game, the remake reboot of doom. Oh, uh, me too. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> yes, it's so good. George's and I don't play first-person shooters, and I fucking love it. I played Doom when I was a kid, so that's why I'm playing it. And it's fucking awesome. It's amazing, dude. I I, I talked a little bit about it uh, on last episode, but boy, they uh, the things that they brought forward from the Doom franchise, like the the the, the original version, it's they 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 have done such a great job, and it's amazing. Did you uh, not to not to derail things? But did you play the reboot of Wolfenstein? I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I fucking loved that too because of the story. Yep. The story was so good. Yeah. Um, and then I'm I'm looking forward to. I really want to see the lobster. Oh, oh that, that looks good. good. We did talk about this, didn't yeah. we? Not the not the lobster. I don't we know saw the trailers on, for the yeah. lobster. Oh, okay. the, the lobster's a guy. He made a movie called Dog Tooth. Um, 
it's a fucking weird ass movie. It's that about a dog. Dogtooth was fucked up. Yeah, but this one's in English, so it helps. Um, but it's a fucked up movie. It's it's like a bunch of people going away and oh, like. Oh yeah 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 yeah. This looks uh, yeah the Colin Farrell movie it looks great. Yeah, Dark yeah, comedy. Yeah. I'm, uh, Jeremy just saw it and he said it's fucking fantastic. So I, awesome. I really want to see it. But I usually only see things when they come to on demand. So, Sweet. Um, all right, those those are a couple good uh, recommendations slash uh, looking forward to. Fantastic, Chris. Uh, I have a few. Um, this isn't uh, horror related, but it's amazing music related. Uh, the new Descendants album, which is called. Uh, hold on a second. I have it here. Um, uh, it's you coming. mean you don't have it uh, uh, committed sh- to sh- memory sh- sh- yet? Shut your fucking mouth. Uh, no, because it's a weird it's a weird title. It's called uh, uh, Hypercathium Spasnate, which comes out on July 29th. Um, you can pre-order that now over at the Descendants website. Uh, can we get that again? Yeah. <laughs> it's The new Descendants album, which comes out July 29th on Epitaph Records, is called Hypercathium Spasnate. And uh, yeah. <clears throat> so Someone's been uh, eating Aesop Rock's lunch. Uh, yeah, well, well, uh, Milo Ackerman is a fucking scientist. So. Yes, um, he, uh, amazing. Uh, it was one of my favorite bands in the world, so I can't wait for that. Um, as far as movies go, I know it got booed, um, but I still kind of really want to see it. Uh, Ghostbusters? The, no, Earth. the Neon Demon. Um, did that I, get booed? It did, but I still hold out hope because I like Christina Hendricks and I like Elle Fanning a lot. There's definitely something I like about Christina. There's a couple things. There's a I couple like about things Christina I like about her. Yeah, for sure. <sighs> Anyways, <laughs> like yes, it looks like a. I saw the trailer. I saw both trailers for it, and it seems like something. It's a. It, it looks like it's. It's a pretty big stake in the heart of like Hollywood and modeling and shit like that. Plus, it looks like a pretty fucked up. Like kind of almost looks like a, a more on point like Starry Eyes. Okay, so I, I'm kind of looking forward to that one. I, I'm, I'm, I want to see what that's like. And then also, I don't know if I mentioned on the podcast. I know I put something on Instagram about it, but if you guys have not been reading the comic book series Nailbiter, go read that because it's. I, fucking I actually awesome. have a couple Nailbiters, dude. It's so fucking yeah. good. Cool. Actually, Swiss Army Man too. I want to throw that out. That looks hilarious. All right. I don't know. Okay, so I've got, I've got. Two or three recommends. Um, it's a it's an older series. It's called The Lost Room. I don't know if you guys saw this. It's a science fiction series, so it's not not really in our wheelhouse. But it's got Peter Krause, who's uh, oh fuck, what six God. feet under? Six feet under. Yeah, there you go. And it's basically a hotel room that is stuck in the '60s and has all these artifacts in it. Ooh. And every time the door closes, the room resets. But in what? the real world, the artifacts that are in the room have like special powers and shit that if you take them out successfully the like there's a pen that uh, you can reverse time for 3 minutes or some shit like that it's 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 fantastic I and it's it's a great miniseries it's, i think it's 6 episodes but he essentially he loses his daughter in the room and the whole series is him trying to get her back that sounds fantastic it's it's amazing sorry side note have you heard of that movie high rise i have I can't wait for that fucking movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry, go ahead. Uh, number two, recommend, and, and our buddies at Say You Love Satan are giving away some codes, so um, go check out their pod, their Instagram page. Um, a game called Dead by Daylight. We've, I was going to bring that up. We've been talking about a, a, the, the Friday the 13th. Uh, Friday the 13th? The game? The game. Um, this this is sort of a little bit ahead of that. It's sort of an in-balance multiplayer game. It's the first in like the long line of slasher games that are coming out and, next year. And it looks really, really fun. Um, it's essentially, you know, three three or four players against a Jason-esque looking figure. Um, 
and it looks really fun. So I kind of want us to play it. I'm gonna play it. Well, I'll play it with you, buddy. I felt yeah. I felt bad for talking about a video game, and then you just said imbalanced multiplayer game. So <laughs> I, I feel better uh, now. I believe it's called asymmetrical multiplayer. <laughs> well, either way. So uh, that's that. I think that was the. Oh yeah, Purge. I'm I'm really looking forward to the Purge. Yeah. I I can't wait. Can't wait. And, and uh and Christian, also- when you guys go and uh cast this new monster movie, I know three very attractive, <laughs> hilarious young gentlemen in Southern California uh, that, are, hey. that are currently taking projects. Hey, I have We're acting out. I have acting experience also. So do I. Yeah, we've seen that music video. How how good are you guys at, at getting like eight hours of prosthetic monster makeup put on? I can do I'm good at that. I've got a phone and headphones, so yes, I can yeah. do that. I just sit kidding. Just no, it's all CGI. Fuck movies. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, this is the Who Goes There podcast signing out for episode 71. This is Jorge. This is Matt. This is Chris. We'd like to thank you, Christian Stella, for coming on board. Is there anything else you'd like to say before uh, you leave us? I just wanted to do the voodoo witch curse and say, you will never make it to 74. <laughs> oh, you brick son of a bitch. Hey, hey, Christian Stella. Listen to me, you little rat fuck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you listen to me, I little bitch. Up, when I wake up in my pool of piss. <laughs> hey, that's my Next pool. With beautiful breast and wife. With your beautifully breast and wife. Oh, man. All right, well, you it's were... Uh... I was laughing my ass off, so don't okay, worry. Okay, good, 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 good. Christian, you were a fun and fantastic guest. Yeah. We'd love to have you back with on again. With a fantastic was... Skype connection. I know, yeah, dude, seriously. sultry as fuck. It sounds so fucking good. All right. Dude, it's my job. Tech is my job. Good. Well, we you you and I can be buddies. He's like, right. no, we can't. No. I, I, I look forward to nope. uh, I look forward to you taking me up on that burrito and beer sometime. Nice. Hey. All right, everybody. Uh, well, I've said it before. I hate your guts and good night. All right.